0: Was that a train? That's
1: not me. That is a train. Sorry, one minute. Oh, <laughs> oh that, that is right awesome. <laughs> <laughs> tracks. Like, they're 50 feet away. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say,
2: that happened as soon as I went live. So Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, Jesse, you that you is too. the
3: best live
0: sound start I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to save that and use it every week.
0: That's amazing. Oh, I, I actually thought for a second that it was like, because I use like an actual analog mixer, that almost, for a split second, sounded like the buildup of terrible feedback in my mixer. <laughs> that, like, oh, I thought I was, I thought I was gonna have to throw my headset off for a second. Uh, okay, so we're good. I think we're live now. Okay, well, let's right. do this. All, all right, right, cool. Shall we? Well, three,
3: two, one. Welcome to Nintendo Dad's episode one hundred and fifteen. On tonight's episode, uh, what does it really matter? You know what we do. We talk about the Switch. We talk about Nintendo news. All of that, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. Patreon-exclusive executive producer, Sheldon Benedict, joins us to talk about all the week's roundup of news, Switch stuff, and just whatever we want to chat about. Uh, Zach, cue the music, would you?
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Ads Podcast. My name is Zach Erickson, and tonight is... February the eighth, twenty seventeen. Joining me tonight from his iPhone is Justin Masson. What's going on, Justin?
3: <laughs> I hate Skype on my Mac. Today I want to burn my computer. Wow. Uh, nothing much. I'm having I'm having Skype issues on my two thousand and nine MacBook Pro. Um, Holy crap, dude! So. You need a new
0: computer is what that sounds you know, like No
3: this this computer is the is just I just use it to podcast. I have a dedicated podcasting device which right now is dedicated to just swirling around in a blue circle saying it's not responding. Speaking of not responding and sometimes a blue swirl, Ladies and Gentlemen, ah, Cassie Waldack,
4: Ladies
2: and Gentlemen, also, also known as Eric if you're listening to other podcasts. <laughs> oh, <Yep>. Eric. <laughs> yeah, makes sense to me.
0: Right on. Uh, speaking of Eric, I don't I don't know where to go from there. Uh, from the land of the South, uh, Marty S says, "What's going on, Marty?" Not much. How are you guys? I'm still disappointed that you did not eat the naked taco, the naked chicken taco. I don't know, the the <laughs> euphemism taco. I don't I don't understand what it's called. I don't know. It's just got vegetables on it. Why? It makes no
4: sense. Why like, put some meat on it? You know, it is the I mean, meat. That's
0: the what it, it is. Well, I, I know it's like, but if you put meat inside of it, then it's meatception. Wait, is your complaint actually that the naked chicken taco does not have enough meat? Because it, even though it is made of meat, I don't want to eat that crap that's inside of it. It's <laughs> <just> meat-filled <laughs> breading. It. <laughs> put the meat inside of it and put the cheese in there, and we're good to go. Seven point three out of ten. Too much vegetables is what i'm hearing from you would not eat again (laughs) amazing uh right on and as well as justin said at the beginning of the show patreon executive producer did we wait is the executive in there anyways sheldon benedict what's going on sheldon
1: not much just watching my tv vibrate back and forth from the train that's rushing by right now
0: nice that is amazing uh i'm probably just gonna keep that in in the beginning because it just makes sense it's too good <laughs> too good to not leave in so uh absolutely of course sheldon is one of our uh patreon producers huge supporter of the show and uh and so it's awesome to have you on the show sheldon uh i again i'm i'm glad uh i'm i really grateful for all of our patreon supporters out there so uh huge thanks to you and i uh, hope you enjoy being on the show dude Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, right on. Well, hey, we've got some news to talk about, so let's jump right into it, shall we, gentlemen? We shall. Wow, Uh, I faded that in. Uh, Right on. And, of course, the news brought to us by 1upbox.com.
4: If you like geeky stuff, you can head over to 1upbox.com and use the code NINTENDODADS to get $3 off your first box which is highly recommended because it's awesome mm-hmm. so go over there and check it out and you can go to youtube and check out nintendo dads and see our unboxing videos uh over there as well
0: right on dude what's their what's their uh theme for next month what do we got uh, i en- believe it is enemy enemy oh February. dude And i'm looking at this here they've got like the shy guy it's like suicide they've got uh, they've got a thing for suicide squad right They've got like King Boo, yeah, it's, Shy it's, Guy, it's Meowth. Weird. They've
4: had a lot of Suicide Squad in their in their uh, boxes lately. Yeah. Last month had the little Rubik's cube, and then this month is 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 riffing off that theme. Yeah, but it's like Shy Guy and Boo, and and I couldn't figure out who the
0: other ones were. Shy Guy, Boo, meowth is the bottom left there. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. By there's the way, meowth. if you guys haven't watched um this this week. I got a capture card in the mail. and I played some Pokemon Snap. If you want to see the best Pokemon Snap picture ever of a Meowth, go and watch that initial. The video is called like testing capture hardware or something. It's basically just me playing some Pokemon Snap at the beginning of it. And that picture of Meowth is ridiculous. So that is, uh, you know, how's that for a promo for something else too? So right on. Uh, What's going on, everybody? The news. That's what's going on. What do we have going on? My, if I it sounds like I'm trying to fill empty air here. It's because my internet browser has just taken a dump. I've well, got let's, it. I'll, I wanna,
4: Okay, let's go for it. Uh, so, one, two, switch. Uh, we know that's coming with the uh, launch of the Nintendo Switch, of course. Uh, game trailers were leaked this week by uh, Nintendo of Japan, conveniently, on YouTube, that showed ten extra games including a game that made Zach very uncomfortable.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm going to play the audio here because it's too good not to. Where, where did it, you know what? I can't find it now. Uh, I'm going to pull it up in a second. It's, it's actually, if you try and find the videos on Nintendo's YouTube page, what they've probably done is they've uploaded them to YouTube. So they're, uh, you know, so they're very, so if you have a link to it, you can find, but they're probably in a web somewhere.
4: Very convenient
0: IGN posts that together. Yeah. So okay so I found the the one here the game is called baby and for those of you who don't know I have a 5 month old uh and basically this game here I'll play the audio as I'm talking about it but this game is essentially it a to the side of the switch screen you hold the game I'm calling it the gamepad you hold the switch like a baby and then the motion detectors decide and then you lay it this down simulator then no it's like a rock the baby to sleep and then you (laughs) down very gently and i swear this happens to me every single night by the way like every single time (laughs) 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 the end of the video uh, the baby cries again and i'm like oh this is terrible
3: like I don't, I don't understand why why I would pay Nintendo to remind me that I'm a horrible parent at times and I can't get my child to sleep. Like what? Like what are we doing here, Nintendo? I just seriously, we've done this before. It's not a great idea. Sheldon, you have kids, right? I, I oh yeah. You do. Yeah. just does <laughs> like I'm sure after a long weekend or a long week of work, you're like, you know what? I really want to do right now. Pretend like I have a three month old baby and rock it back to sleep. Justin, people
0: yeah, play no, horror no. games all the time, man. I don't... <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, and the worst part about it is oh. i don't know i don't know if any of you guys are doctor who fans but that baby's face on there is so creepy and i was like <laughs> i i can't remember where i've seen it. i remember it. it looked like you know from the christopher eccleston run of doctor who that stretched face of like the last human that they have to keep yes. spraying water on to keep alive
3: <laughs> oh yeah sheldon absolutely. what are your thoughts on this game
1: i don't know i watched the video and it's strange to say the least. It's very Nintendo.
0: Absolutely. Very <laughs> Japanese they can Nintendo. Come up with.
4: They want you to
0: cradle that Switch <laughs> like a like a tiny baby. <laughs> I I I kinda think well like and the thing is there there were other videos as well and I uh there was like the telephone one, which we've we've kind of seen in just like in some emotional videos. Uh there was there's, we've we've seen several times somebody doing like the weird lasso cowboy move and it turns out that that's actually part of like the wizard game uh which looks kind of interesting but like or like the sword fighting game that apparently it's just swing and whether you or block or something like that and a couple that look like they could potentially be interesting but um i don't know i it has me intrigued like to see a bunch more of these games i'm very I'm interested in it and like, yes, there were weird ones. um, But the weird ones you try a couple of times and then you, and then you don't do that anymore. Right. But if, if this, if this set of 28 games has a handful that you, that you feel like you could go back to again and again, and the other ones are throwaway, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like how many people Bought Wii Bowling or Wii Sports and played just bowling, and everybody just played bowling every single time they played it, right? Like, and maybe, maybe baseball or maybe tennis, but really everybody played Wii Sports for bowling, right? So I feel like that's kind of how I'm feeling about One Two Switch is that there will probably be a few things here that are going to be good, and that's good enough, I think. So,
3: but I think the difference there, Zach, with Wii Sports is that Wii Sports was bundled in with the game. Oh. Or with the system, right? And and it, so only I, if in you're North giving, America.
2: It wasn't in Japan.
3: Okay, so in North America. So at that point, if you're giving me something for free, and it's and some of it, I'm okay with that. But if I have to go and pay seventy dollars, and some of these games are horrible, I have a I have a bigger challenge with that. It's, and it's much like it's much like Mario Party, right? Where there are a couple games, but like uh, I, I I'm gonna be really honest. When I saw the baby one, and I watched most of the trailers. Couple of them look good, like the the locksmith one kinda looks cool. Um but like that baby one, like I was like, "Who?" this just turned me real south real fast.
0: See, uh, it didn't I, I don't know, I, maybe I was, I'm
3: being sensitive about it.
0: I see, and the thing is is that I really don't it didn't I, I thought it was funny. I was like, Oh, like I, I posted it and it was I was I was kind of laughing to myself, like, oh wow, I can do this in real life. But in reality, like I think that, that depending on the situation and I think my biggest question about one two switch right now still is is how are they tying all of these games together is it literally just here is a screen uh with all of the games pick the one you want to play and then that's it and there's no sort of like um circuit mode or you know how you the in nintendo land you could play the train you know and and it would like kind of keep score for you like okay well we'll do three random games and and whatever right um is there a mode where where you can sit down and kind of have a competition here or is it literally like here is a list of mini games from this uh from this menu uh play them one at a time and whatever right like that's almost what it seems like and that is actually a bigger problem for me than any one of the particular mini games uh by itself uh and i mean Maybe this is just me too, but I'm kind of getting um, I don't know, at some point, maybe we need to just accept that there's no packing game and that that's okay, you know, and like yes, yes, it would have been nice, but like it's still it still looks enjoyable enough that you can go like for me i'm I think I got it on Amazon Prime and it's gonna be fifty bucks Canadian. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's not a full price game. It's slightly discounted. Is it great? No, but it's, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think it needs to be great. I think it needs to be a launch title and that's what it is.
3: I, and I, and, I, and like, here's the thing, Zach, I am over the fact not a launch title. Like I'll, I'll say this, I think it should have been, we're done with that conversation though. Right. It's not, no right. but, right. but I just don't think that there's enough in that game to warrant me putting down money uh, to start it off. I I I, I just I, I I like, and here's the deal. I have act and I feel like a hypocrite. I have gone out and I have pre-ordered it. Right. So and, and I have done that. I did that actually two days ago, and I did that because of the fact that I was like, you know what, my kids will probably love this. My yep. kids will probably love playing the baby game. Yep. Um, although the idea of giving my daughter this Nintendo Switch st- attached together and being like now rocket it like it's a small child feels like i should just be like all right nintendo here's another 400 bucks because that yeah. thing's gonna be dropped in a
2: second and, yeah don't drop it <laughs> play yeah, it exactly. on play, at just, least
3: play
0: now, it in a carpeted a- room like <laughs> don't right play it on, on the hardwood well,
4: let me let me kind of come at it from a different perspective the videos that i saw and I've, I've watched all of them actually made me even more hyped for this game because i see the possibilities for what it can be. And I think yep. that, you know, we're wanting it to be another, uh, we're wanting to be another Wii sports. You know, we're wanting it to, I mean, we want it to succeed, obviously. We want the switch to succeed. And, you know, imagine if Wii sports just, yeah.
0: We sports had been. Just, yeah. oh. Uh, oh. Wow. Oh, wow. Echo. Oh, wow. oh does somebody oh, have speaker? Somebody, 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 oh, hang on. I'm going to pause. Justin's muted can you, can uh, you guys hear me all right yeah I think so Let's okay yep. no so, I,
4: um, the point I was making was like if imagine if Wii Sports were marketed like this has been you yeah. know and we're just we're just seeing little snippets of it we're seeing little you know uh, oh you can bowl oh you can you can play tennis you know and we see 30 seconds of it there there's a lot of these games and I'll and I'll be honest with you I'm not going to give Nintendo a pass I think the telephone game is stupid well, it's basically it a quick, like one, right? It looks like there's nothing there. It's, it's quick. It's tr- just a different. step. you don't have to push a button. You pick it up and you put it to your face, and maybe uh, it's triggered by you saying. There's it, you
0: there, know, yeah. There's no. Litter. There's no microphone. I don't think there's a microphone anywhere. Oh, but okay. uh, I, I, I
3: think it's just headphones. That, you shake those hips. You shake those hips.
4: But now I show. But now different perspective. I showed those <laughs> to my kids. We watched all of those videos together, and at the end of that. My kids wanted to get up and play runway without the game.
3: <laughs> yeah, and and, that, and that's good. <laughs> mm, that's a great. And, and I guess here's here's the things I'm approaching my perception of of uh, one two switch from a 35 year old male's perspective. I'm like, no shame on you. These are like, what are you thinking? Whereas to your point, if I provide this to my daughters, yeah, they would love the baby game. And they would love uh, Runway. Here's the thing, like... Maybe here's my point, is maybe this is part of that two, two-tiered approach that Nintendo is having with their marketing, whereas Zelda Breath of the Wild is for our hardcore gamers, and 1-2-Switch is for the family. Yeah. And again, I mean, I wasn't probably going to be playing 1-2-Switch by myself. Um, I, I got I mixed feelings about it. Maybe I just need to get my hands on it, right? Maybe I need to go milk some cows and pretend like I'm a wizard, and I'll feel great about myself,
0: yeah. Well, and here's a, here's a question too, Justin, and I want you to be honest maybe here. Um, is are you having a reaction to this? Because, because of the conflict between, Ooh, my daughters will love this. And also at the same exact moment, this is going to be hell on earth to, to have, <laughs> to actually be forced into <laughs> playing this. Like, is it, <laughs> Because that's almost how I'm feeling about that, in particular. So like, you mean like analyzing amiibo fest? Exactly. Where like I, it will actually be painful for me to have to play this, and also my kids will love it. I think that that is a real struggle um, that that's, that that can come with with mediocre uh, Nintendo titles. That you know, I th-
3: you know what? Here, here, here's I guess here's my point. I, you know what? Here's I think more where it stems to, uh, in relation to mediocre Nintendo. Nintendo titles. I have paid my dues with mediocre Nintendo titles. Mm-hmm. I have paid my dues with mediocre Nintendo titles that have micro games in them that I have that I have gone through enough of that that I know that the value of the dollar that I am putting down versus the value of the effort in the game feels lackluster at best, and that frustrates me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's and and they're in there, and there and of course there are going to be out of the 28 games, there's going to be like 25% that are shining gems of fun that we'll have. Right. And I guess, and I guess maybe it's just an adjustment of, of, of perception. Uh, maybe, maybe that's it. Right. Yeah. You know, sure. I'm absolutely going to do the runway <laughs> walk with my daughters. Right. I'm going to shake my hips cause these hips don't lie. Um, but I mean, that's, you know, and I don't know. I mean, that's part of the parenting part. Like you got to do that. Right. Um, but but definitely there are, there are points where I feel like, you know what, I just don't feel like you gave the, the 100% effort that I would like. Sheldon, what is your thought as you look at 1-2-Switch and your perception from being a parent? Is this something that interests you? Do you think you need it for your kids? How would they respond?
1: Well, as far as for me, I mean, I guess it's not a game that I'd play, but I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and they when they come to visit and, I mean, they dig out, like, Mario Party, and they love the mini games and... I don't know how many hours we sunk into like, uh, Nintendo land. So more than I, I, I picked it up today after seeing the new, uh, the new trailers, because I figured, you know, the comedy value out of watching my eight and nine year old nephews play. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. So more or less, I just picked it up because I wanted something for them to play. And it's, I, I have a blast playing games like that with, with them, even though by myself, I'll probably never play it. And my yeah. wife
3: also wants to play it. And, and th- she,
1: she loves games like this, so.
3: Yeah, and that's, and that's a great part. Like, as, as you're kind of talking about that, I kind of really sat back and examined, like, so why did I? Why did I go throw down you know, my, my money on 1-2 Switch? And, and it was this weird kind of guilt of, like, I know that when the Switch comes out, I will be playing Breath of the Wild. But what are my daughters and my wife going to do? Watch <gasps> me play, play Breath of the Wild? Probably not. And they're going to be excited to want to play something. So, what is it that they have an offering for? It's only one two switch right and, on- and, and and to your point you know your wife and your kids will play, and you'll kind of sit back and have a chuckle and maybe and maybe that's good enough right and and maybe I'm just being real stick in the mud about this um, and I need to change my perception and kind of like take one for the dad team
1: <laughs> and honestly, I'd rather play one two switch than get strung into playing uh just dance again I, I do not want to play just dance so we
3: compromised over this <laughs> yeah, i think least... i think sheldon maybe it's because you don't have those dance moves
0: i think <laughs> yeah, to your point though sheldon like at least one two switch is something new right at least yeah. this is something that we haven't experienced before there is a level of novelty to it um and you know like just to kind of tie that up it's not like just because you know you still will go out and buy we, you know we have like the the cars edition the mater edition of operation at our house and just because i would way rather sit down and play uh, a different kind of board game that's more complex or or exciting sometimes the kids just want to sit down and play operation and hear mater wail and whatever and that's that's fine right like there's different strokes for different folks uh and also if it's not interesting then you know like that's that's fine it's not for you and uh that's why Zelda's there and let's all remember i think this is a good transition um even to kind of just talking about the the launch more generally uh there was news this week that there was no that there is no internet browser at launch for the switch um and again we've talked about there's no Netflix stuff like that um and i don't know how you guys feel about that but i i was just out of curiosity i went and looked at what the what was the uh what was the 3ds like at launch and man that thing was a nightmare uh it was completely unbaked at launch and uh it ended up being one of the best systems that nintendo's had in recent history um I, I mean you know like not as good as the west because those were anomalies but um launch games for the 3ds there were two nintendo games do you guys remember what those were pilot wing 3ds yeah, Pilot Wings and
1: Steel Diver. Steel
0: Diver. Uh, okay, so three. Yeah. Three Steel Diver was and more Nintendo's Nintendo plus Dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like let us all like I think that one two Switch actually favors pretty well against just about all of those games. Really. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I mean, like regardless of how much you may like the older Pilot Wings games that game was not very good initially. Like I, I remember getting it fairly shortly. I got a, I, I have the ambassador, the ambassador game. So I got a 3ds mm-hmm. fairly early, but that was rough, right? That game, that thing didn't even have the eShop when it launched. Right. And it, there, they I remember
4: even... getting it. Uh, I remember getting it when, when it, for the day it came out mm-hmm. and the, the two games that I brought home were pilot wings and uh street fighter four, mm-hmm. because that was a long title as well and it was actually the better of the two which says something about the quality of pilot wings
0: mm-hmm.
4: uh just in general as a game but yeah i you know that nintendo made a lot of missteps with the 3ds early on and i think we look back at through rose-colored glasses you know and we say oh man the 3ds now is so awesome but people got to remember there's a time that it almost didn't make it
2: yeah you I know they I they put- I think I put more time in Face Raiders than I than I did Pilot Wings.
4: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And now, I mean, you know, if 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 I'm honest, the the 3DS is my favorite system of the last you know cycle. Yeah, for sure. But the but the problem with that is is that it took time for it to get going, you know, and. Yeah, you know, all these updates and all these uh, different things that have been added to it. Nintendo's gonna see this through. They're they're gonna do something. I I just think we we expect the whole enchilada like right at the front, and I, I think there's some merit to that in a way because I mean you get other systems from other companies that you know launch with internet and the ability to buy games,
0: yeah. <laughs> digitally
4: and different things like that.
0: Yeah, I, I and again, I, mean, I think it's I think it's it's nice to think about like yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to have that, but at the same time, um I'm I'm pretty sure that anybody who has a switch is probably going to have access to the internet. So you know what I mean? I,
2: I, <laughs> I, and I have said this before on a few Facebook posts, but uh do you I my my opinion is the real reason why they're not including a browser is homebrew. Mm. You think, because so you think that it's how, not coming that, that, that's works with the Wii U is, you know, you run a, you run a computer program on a PC, which acts as like a web server, you use the Wii U browser to hit it with a certain URL and then it'll backfeed data. And then whoop, you got a homeroom browser homegrown right. browser.
0: Okay. So that's a, uh, that's definitely.
2: That's pretty much the only exploit the Wii U had. I don't think it, it's been been able to. People were able to get into it and mod it any other way.
0: Is that patched?
2: Just, like, is that a is that an issue that the
0: Nintendo is like, oh, we aren't confident that that is that that would be not be an issue moving forward.
2: I don't know. My my son showed me a homebrew bro- hit the homebrew window like last week, so it's an so occurring it's system. Okay. Just for a
3: general survey and consensus in this group, right? Five people. Let's just do it in polling. How many of you have actually used the web browser experience on either the Wii, the Wii U, or
2: anything like that? Uh,
0: actually, the Wii, I have, the
2: Wii yeah. was garbage. The Wii is not okay.
0: Yeah, the Wii was really bad. Uh, Wii U yeah. and 3DS. I think actually, I've used both. Only in, uh, only in the sense that like that, I have used. I think more on the Wii U because you can use it without closing out your game. And so if you want to use like a uh like a walkthrough or something like that, I've done that. And
2: that's exactly mm-hmm. what I've done. You know, do a quick game facts look up and then go back to your game.
0: Yeah.
3: But uh, I mean but I mean for the most part, this is sitting in our pocket. Right? Our phones. We can just grab those, right? Like yep. I, I, I don't know like I'm gonna be really honest. I don't think having Netflix or maybe netflix netflix, netflix i think idea. is
0: different i think netflix is important yeah but
3: like a web browser i don't really care to have that i you know what you know what, here's what I, here's what i want my switch to do play
2: games and that's did, it
3: play games did, well was, was there a youtube
2: connection? app with the wii u at one yes. point or yeah i remember that being garbage as well and it youtube just played better in the browser we mm-hmm. you know what i
0: actually as far as videos go uh i think that That it is actually, we probably use our Wii U in our house more for, um, more for Netflix than for games. Like that's like, especially because of the game pad. Um, I know a lot of times my, my kids will really want to watch something and was like, all right, here's the game pad. Just go and, and take it, you know, whatever you can watch it on the game pad or, or something like that. My kids know how to use it. Whereas if we want to turn on the Apple TV or something like that, then you've got to get a phone or an iPad or something like that. Whereas my kids know how to launch the Netflix app on the Wii U and they go right into their own little account that we've set up for them. And, and uh, you know, that's just for kids, uh, you know, all the kids programming so they can watch Peppa Pig or Shopkins or whatever. Right. Like uh, lots of different lots of different stuff like that. So it's, I think that Netflix is important for them to have, but, uh, and same with YouTube. I think, I think that that is, uh, and even again, because as well, that it's not, if it was just a, if it was just a TV device, I think that that would be one thing, but because it's also a portable tablet with a kickstand, I think that if you can have Netflix on that, that's sweet. So even if I'm not wanting to play a game at home, if I can, if I can have like a kickstand on my desk or something, and have the the Switch playing an episode of Daredevil or something while I'm working, uh, that's awesome. That's like that's a huge added value that that we I don't think we should underestimate.
4: So. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that Nintendo has anything to lose by making this a multimedia machine. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I would love to be able. In fact, I'm going to say it. If they built a competent web browser that was easy to use and very responsive and and allowed me to do the things I do with my iPad, Mm -hmm. I would probably stop carrying my iPad so much and just carry the switch.
2: Mm. Actually, actually, I think the Wii U browser is, other than the iOS Safari browser is probably one of the best HTML five browsers out there. Mm -hmm.
3: Sheldon, Sheldon, what are your thoughts on this whole web browser versus Netflix? Like, does this interest you as a, as a person who's potentially buying or buying a switch, does this you know float your boat at all?
1: you know the web browser not so much the only time I ever used the web browser on the Wii U was uh when Earthbound came out they had a direct link in the uh, like the game help booklet that's you know yeah. the e booklet that's built in that would take you to the special uh where they recreated the book that came with the game originally mm-hmm. I think that was the only time I ever used that but it is the Wii U is in our living room and it is our main you know, multimedia device. We have it on more than like our dish receiver because we're constantly on Netflix and Amazon and it's been, it replaced the DVD player. And I have the same thing as like with Zach. Um, My son just got into or well developed the time span to be able to sit and watch a movie. So he likes to watch cars over and over and over. So it's (laughs) easy to put it on the game pad, give it to him and we don't have to watch it, you know, and that that's really nice. And and the nice part is that, that gamepad uh, only
3: lasts like three hours, so it's going to die real fast. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Sorry, and then son. by the
1: time it dies, he falls asleep, and we're good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo, for free power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I think that you know, making it a multimedia device, including Netflix and an Amazon streaming device, it, it, it makes it the center of the living room and yeah. keeps it in the limelight.
0: Yeah, exactly. Guess, like, you don't it, have it, to turn it off to to turn Netflix on is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yep,
3: yep. I, I I agree with I agree with having something like a streaming service on there. I think that's fine. But what I want Nintendo to do is to focus on like and I guess maybe and maybe that's the thing with them coming out of the gates right now saying we don't have a web browser on it, we don't have a streaming service right now. What it does is games.
0: And I think that's right? the most important.
3: On, and that is the absolute most important. Because look at that, if you look at the Wii Remote now or the Wii U Remote, right? Let's see about some of the features that are baked in that thing that nobody used for anything, right? There's that forward-facing camera that was very rarely ever used. Yeah. There is the TV remote thing that lasted for a total of like two years. Very, I, very... I actually used that remote. No, the like, remote that, is
2: different,
0: yeah.
3: The, the remote is different than the TV functionality. The, guy, the, the TV, TV,
2: the TV T, you know, TVII was lousy. Yeah, but yeah, the like, actual remote functionality is pretty good,
3: right? And then, and then you've got Amazon baked in there, or Amazon Prime, I think was on there, YouTube, all like all this other stuff. Like, sure, but like you bundle these things in when you like just just focus focus on the game. So I'm happy that at launch we don't have a Netflix, uh, we don't have a Safari browser. I hope that a Netflix will come eventually because I think all of your reasoning is logical and sound, right? If I can just like if I'm on my flight. I'd be playing, you know, Breath of the Wild, and then one moment later I'd be like, I'm gonna swap swap on to watch something on Netflix that I've downloaded. That's cool. But like let's just focus on games first.
0: Oh, That's- if that well, you know, is f- nev- then- go ahead. I was gonna say if they're Sheldon, Netflix. Oh real- yeah, Sheldon, go ahead. Oh I was just saying to me
1: as a gamer, it's perfect. I mean, to me personally, to what I want out of a system, it's it's everything I want. Um to me as a dad you know having the streaming services in there is nice Mm -hmm. but you know right out of the gate i just want something that plays great games and you know and that's that's what they're giving us yeah
0: Yeah, absolutely they've prioritized that i was just gonna say if they um if they are using or if they if that netflix app actually does what it does on the ipad and uh and is like you can save you you know you can save the videos on there for later that'd be amazing for offline viewing yeah they they totally should do that because that'd be great
2: and, and i was going to say nintendo is not making these apps you know yeah, the individual the services are making the apps so even if they did exist at launch it isn't taking away from nintendo resources
0: yeah so netflix i mean you can get netflix on a toaster right so let's <laughs> let's not worry too much about like netflix not being on here it will be on here eventually like netflix will make sure that it's on here so so that's not that's not a concern
1: uh, i do think it's good though that they're not spending nintendo's not spending any of their time trying to advertise those features where you know they can focus their time on what they actually need to advertise yeah where they missed out with the uh, with the wii u when they're advertising it they advertise it as the multimedia device mm-hmm. and i think that threw a lot of questions up and
3: and I wonder if they learned that lesson also from Xbox Microsoft when they did their kind of like at home everything. And I think they sold it so much like that, that people forgot, you know, the importance of gaming. Um, so I think you're, I think you're probably right in that Sheldon, that Nintendo's being, you know, taking a safe approach, I guess is the way I would say. It.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I remember, you know, when, as soon as Xbox lost the Netflix exclusivity, then the, the, since the Wii wasn't ready to have a downloadable apps on it yet, Netflix actually had discs you can yep. get, get, order for free. Yeah, and just right. I remember And put a that. Netflix disc in the Wii to, to run <laughs> the Netflix app. That was just insane.
0: I think I had one they of those They really wanted it on there. Yeah. Yeah, I had it. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, very cool. So, uh, so yeah, so that's a thing. We're still waiting, waiting to hear on that. Uh, just a couple of quick, like a uh, rapid fire news stories. I don't think we want to spend too much. We have a lot of, we have a lot to talk about in what we've been playing. So, um, I, I would say E3 is open to consumers this year. Uh, anybody who's was planning on going to E3 before this, uh, you know, like all of our like fellow podcaster buddies and YouTube people, um, not happy about this. I actually didn't see anybody who's excited about this because it's going to be such a zoo. Uh, that sucks. But, uh, So E3 opening its doors.
2: The only people who are happy about this are those who aren't in the industry and want in and had no other way in. Those of us who are in the industry are like, oh, we have 15,000 more people to deal with.
0: Yeah, screw that business, man. I, uh, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Castlevania is coming to Netflix. That's a thing. Um, I don't know. And based
4: off of Castlevania 3, loosely.
0: Okay, cool. Marty, they, do you know more about this? that What's...
4: was part of the little tidbits about it but which is great because that's like my second favorite castlevania ever nice it was you know if, if you remember that one it was kind of the it kind of pushed the world a little bit bigger mm-hmm.
0: you know so you had simon the...
4: belmont and then this you know introduced new characters and was the first Alucard and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So is this going to be like a, a live
0: action or animated? Or they
4: said what? it's going to be a uh, rated cartoon. Whoa. Wow. Okay.
0: That's awesome. That sounds really cool.
4: Actually. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me pull up that, that article real quick mm-hmm. because I want to be sure that uh, I was just uh, a friend of mine sent that over. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah an animated series aiming to be, uh, this is a quote from the IGN art, uh, article R rated as F, nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Okay. And it sounds it sounds like the individual who's being the producer on this is um, uh, Addy Sh- uh, Shankar. So I'm probably saying that horribly wrong. But if you remember back in 2015, there was this kind of like gritty Power Rangers 15 minute short. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess the, uh, he was a person who kind of steered that project.
4: Oh wow. yeah, that I do remember that. That was really
3: good. So,
4: oh, wait, yeah, yeah. so is this being so, done by I just, don't like a remember Western... this
2: and it sounds like something that I was It
4: to... was a fan-made uh I think there was like one like was it basically like one of the rangers had was fighting against the others who had gone rogue?
0: It's like the great yeah.
4: Yep. It it looks a whole lot better than what we're getting as a Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. I look into this.
0: Interesting.
4: Warren it's on Ellis. The, if, if you go look up the IGN article about it, Jesse, it's on there. Yeah, they link uh, to the original Power Rangers.
0: Uh, also, looking at this here, that this is all is a producer. Wow, that's interesting. For some reason, I just assumed that this was going to be like a some sort of some sort of like anime thing, but apparently not. It's going to be crazy. That's that's awesome. Uh, so i'm i'm more interested in that. do we have a time on that like a like a release date did they announce that says
4: that season one will um come this year
0: okay so just this year
4: and the second season which was not mentioned in netflix Mm -hmm. announcement will follow in 2018 so it looks like they're already uh
0: thinking about season up for two seasons cool right on man uh so castlevania it's it's coming. We still haven't heard anything about that supposed Zelda thing, but I don't know. Maybe that, that probably won't happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, finally, Pokemon Go, people. Uh, it's Valentine's Day, so go, like, get a Chansey or a Smoochum or whatever. Pokemon. Uh, it's a thing. Uh,
2: I think the Well, I think the most surprising thing about this event that they haven't done before is lures are normally 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. For the next week, they last six hours.
0: Holy crap! Yeah. They're trying to convince people to go play. I think that's the
2: thing. And you know, go, my favorite—go fa- go to a park and hang out.
0: You know, my 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 good friend Justin Masson once told me about Pokemon. <laughs>
2: Bubble buffet? <puppet. laughs> uh,
0: that's what he told me. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> with that, let's head into what we've been playing, shall we? Do it. uh so uh of course having our guest uh sheldon here uh sheldon we all we like to talk about what we've been playing this week so what have you been playing good sir
1: um earlier this week i finished twilight princess hd mostly because i wanted to get the uh, wolf link amiibo i wanted him leveled up for breath of the wild and also i'd never finished it to completion i always made it to the middle of the game. Uh, Where you're transferring uh, the, oh, I don't remember his name, the Rudo type character in Twilight Princess. You have to take him to Kakariko Village. And that middle part of the game where you're running through uh, Hyrule Field is just terrible. Mm. And I remember, I don't know if it was last year or the year before when they were talking, uh, Miyamoto was talking about the horse mechanics in Breath of the Wild, how the horse just won't run into the tree. After playing through this game, I'm a lot happier and can appreciate what he's talking about because trying to ride the horse or ride opponent in this game was just terrible.
0: I but after I making know. it through
2: that, it was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think just, that was game awards 2015 right
0: yeah i just yep. finished i i i have never really played all the way through twilight princess either and i i actually played it a little bit this week and the the part where you're chasing the the flaming chariot or whatever yep um yep. that sucks man that's where i
1: It's <laughs> horrible
0: it's so bad
1: i think that's that's where i backed out originally when i got it for the wii yeah, I made it to that part and I just quit. I couldn't yeah. get past there because like, really? you're constantly getting knocked off or you can't, can't run in a straight line. Every time you try to rush, the horse takes a B line to the opposite direction. And
0: Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it was bad. So event like, and so it just like, I swear, I probably played that part for like 30, 45 minutes with just the, the flaming chariot going around in circles. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this sucks. I haven't,
1: uh, I haven't played a game that I've literally got vocally angry about in a long time. Yeah. And uh, I was playing it late at night after uh, we got her son to sleep. My wife was laying in the bedroom and we have a relatively small house. And uh, the next morning she is, she comes, she came out to the living room. She goes, what were you doing last night? And I was like, you don't even want to know. She goes, you were getting extremely loud out there. She goes, I thought I was going to have to turn the system off, but <laughs> After an hour and a half of attempts, I finally made it through it. And I'm glad I did, because it's a really great game. I I really liked it.
4: One day, I have a dream that one day game developers will understand that escort missions and chase scenes just don't work in video
0: games. (laughs) Not at all.
2: (laughs) But dual-wielding hook shots are awesome. Yes.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, Um, Right on. Oh, Sheldon, I guess sorry, other than that.
1: Oh, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem on my phone, and it's dragging me back into Fire Emblem Birthlights on the 3DS. So I just started playing that again tonight.
0: Nice. Yeah, how are you liking it? By the way. You know, I at first
1: it took me a little bit to pick up on it, and now that I've got the you know like the extra like the training maps and stuff like that. Uh, i really like it it's the, the grind is really fun it's a good time waster uh we had a meeting at work today and i was sitting in my corner quietly playing or playing a uh, fire emblem while the rest of them were talking and like i said it's a good time waster the the pricing in the game i, I went in and looked at like you know the orbs that you can buy i don't know where they got their pricing that's oh, a lot it's a different than man. anything else but it the nice thing is is the you know it's fairly easy to acquire them without paying for them
0: yeah, it's a weird it's a weird balance where it is uh as far as like a, a free to play gotcha mechanic, uh it's one of the it's one of the most generous that I've seen as far as giving you resources and and stuff like that. I think that it's very generous there, but it's if you actually want to buy orbs and go the premium route, holy cow it's expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, have any of you guys uh, got any of your characters like to level twenty, where you can, uh, you know, take them from a three star to a four star, and so on and so forth? Oh yeah. To see I, how many. You, yeah. Have it, the, the amount of feathers or whatever it is that you have to use is ridiculous on, on that. I didn't realize that, 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 this. That's a huge difference.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize this, but apparently you, you know, the send home feature where you like you send your the characters home, uh, it's in the menu. Yep. Uh, you get feathers for those, so you can actually sell your heroes for feathers, so if you're not gonna use somebody, sell oh. them and you get more feathers uh, okay, I
1: did not understand that
0: yeah, so like so if you have any basically, I have enough um I have enough four star characters four and five star characters that I don't really use my three star characters uh so I basically sold most of my three star characters so it's uh it's an interesting it's still a lot of money like especially to go from 4 stars to 5 stars whoo it's like 20,000 yeah. feathers or something crazy like that but uh i yeah i've been really enjoying it how far are you have you
1: um i am in i think the third chapter but i went back through and uh i was doing chapter 1 and chapter 2 on you know on hard mode mm-hmm. cuz you can switch or you know go from normal hard and i think insane or something like that yep. so today i was playing through i I figured that out and uh i was playing through one and two on hard mode um my team is like uh level 22 to level 25 right now
0: cool yeah it's uh i i posted my review of the game on on our youtube channel today and you guys (coughs) people can go and check out like it's what like almost 15 minutes of me just talking about it but um i have beaten the game on hard and and normal and hard and uh man let me tell you it is a huge bummer when the game goes from you know charging you well like five or six stamina per level to charging you 20 stamina per level and you you go oh, wow. in you go in and want to like play levels like oh yeah you played like two levels and you're done sorry so uh that is that is my biggest complaint about the game right now is just the 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 stamina ramp up but uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm really enjoying it too i think it's a lot of fun it's a it's a really fun t- like you said a fun time waster i have embraced especially when you st- when you're trying to like level up your characters uh i have embraced the the grind of uh of the auto battle so like picking a level that is not super difficult and just auto battling and like even even when i'm like multitasking with something else just like you know like i'm making sure i'm using my stamina appropriately and and doing all the levels and stuff that's uh uh it's pretty enjoyable so i like it uh anything else about that i i kind of took over your thing there right? like are you are you enjoying the game though like other yeah i
1: yeah i really like it um I think it was kind of crafty, though, of them. Uh, They made it, like I said, it drew me back into playing the Fire Emblem games on the 3DS, and it might draw people who haven't played those at all, you know, and market them towards that. I think that they should use that with the loading screens. Maybe they should use that as an advertising, free advertising for their own games.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if when the new game comes out, what is it, uh, Echoes? in May or no no it's in March no it is May May or March May uh when the new game comes out on the 3DS i wouldn't be surprised if those characters those characters are not in the game right now right so like alm and is it celica uh are not in the game and so they could very well have a promotion where you go to your summoning thing and hey you've got these extra orbs go and summon characters from this new game that you can get on the 3ds like that that would be genius i almost guarantee mm-hmm. you they'll be doing stuff like that so uh yeah i like it who else here has been playing this game justin did you play You said
4: i've you, been playing it some marty How yeah you, i've been playing around with it uh probably not put as much time into it as you have uh, i've not gotten through the easy mode yet but I mean, I like it when I play it. It's, I, I was really surprised at how close to the actual, uh, you know, regular console fire emblems are. And I expected just really, uh, t- to be honest, after Pokemon duels, yeah. um, yeah. I was expecting a lot less. And so I think that's probably why I was pleasantly surprised by it. Mm-hmm. And I've already, you know, I, I, it's not though it, the only thing about it is it's not enough to hook me permanently, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of the way I feel about fire emblem in general. uh, Like I'll, I'll take a turn with it for a while and play real, you know, play a lot of it. And then I'll, I'll leave off for six months and then I'll have to try to figure out back where I was, you know? Uh, But I think, I think if you really like fire emblem, you're going to like on the, on the three DS already or wherever you've played it, you're going to love this. There's, there's absolutely no question. Uh, you, you might, you might get a little frustrated with the gacha or gotcha, however you pronounce that <laughs> mechanics, you know, where it's like the, you're, you're getting the figures and it's blind bag or, you know, you're spending the thing. You don't really know what you're going to get. Uh, But other than that, I can't really find anything to complain about.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other question that I had, Marty, and maybe, I don't know if you like how much experience you have with the franchise, but like, I think that the story mode in particular is completely aimed at uh veterans of the series like i don't i can't see that story mode being fulfilling at all if you don't have some familiarity with these characters that you're running into
4: i I completely agree it's it's totally a a nostalgia tour
0: yeah because otherwise it's like oh hey here's this weird red samurai guy here's some other guy i don't know any of these people but awesome Mm -hmm. like justin i don't know if you're how much you've played it or how much you would have enjoyed it but uh uh i don't know am, am i kind of a, how have you how have you liked to, i know you you don't like the fire emblem uh 3ds games but m- one of your big complaints was that they were very talky which i guess the beginning of this game was pretty talky too but are you there justin
3: yeah oh there yeah you. no i'm okay. still here so um i have playing it and I have given it an honest go, an honest college try. Okay. Um, uh, I am on chapter five, part three. So I just want to make sure that people reference that. I have given it quite a go. I, I don't really know who these people are and I don't really care who they are. Um, so when I go through like the blind bag stuff, I don't really know. I'm like, okay, I guess you're interesting. you look neat. Um, it's not a bad game. I actually play it probably once or twice a day. I've actually now gotten to a point being about halfway through level chapter five where I'm now dying. Like it's actually challenging. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. I find the UI a bit confusing.
0: Oh, it's menu. Uh,
3: it's like so I feel many, like, many I feel menus. Like, I feel like that's a mess and a half going on there. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was kind of aggravating at times. Uh, I, I, it actually kind of did what Sheldon mentioned. It did for him is it made me kind of think about sort of maybe trying to go back and play conquest again, or birthright, whichever one I picked up last year that I thought was complete failure. Uh, I won't do that, but it made me really contemplate it for a couple of moments. Um, so it's, it's not bad actually. I don't, I don't think it's, it's horrible. Um, it's got a little bit of that gotcha <laughs> mechanic, but I will not drop a single penny on this thing. I will tell you that right now. Um, and also, I don't want another freaking currency. I don't want Fire Emblem dollars now, and I don't want me Tomo coins, and I don't want Mario Run <laughs> coins. Enough base
2: coins. Enough. I logged, I logged into my Nintendo last night and saw that. I'm like, oh, that's right. Fire Emblem's got their own currency. So yeah. So, yeah, so basically,
0: that. so basically, you can use, uh, and I think I, I mentioned this in my review uh, on the on our YouTube channel, but they. If you try and and purchase things with your My Nintendo coins using the app, the the actual in within the game, you only have access to your My Nintendo platinum points fire emblem badges or whatever. Like the ones that you specifically earned in the game. But your My Nintendo balance also has generic platinum coins, which you earned from going to the eShop or connecting a Facebook account to your, my Nintendo account, stuff like that. If you go to the website and buy them, then, then you use your generic platinum points. You're right though, Justin, it's so convoluted and just like, why Nintendo? Like what would it hurt if I didn't spend my Nintendo points in Mario run because I don't need some crappy block for my toad town Instead, I want to buy a stamina potion or some crystals for Fire Emblem, right? Like, that's way that's better. I, I like I'm I'm getting to choose where that goes, but uh, apparently they want these to all be little individual things.
4: I know Nintendo thinks they're being really clever with this, and I don't I don't think they're they're seeing a disconnect at all. I really do think they're being they think they're being very clever. Oh, look, it's a Mario coin. Oh, like it's a it's a Fire Emblem coin. Isn't that clever? But it, think about when, you know, we're, we're down the road a little bit, you know, five or six apps, how confusing this is all going to be.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a nightmare.
4: Well, I've got 200 Mitomo coins and 150 Mario coins, and I, and I add them all together and I could get, you know, several uh, My Nintendo discounts, but nope, got to use them here.
0: Yeah. And you I mean, you can still, there. you can still on the website, like if you did want to buy, um, the my my intent what was it the pit cross zelda game you can mm-hmm. you can draw from your balance it will automatically draw from your balance if you like run out of generic coins you can spend it will start drawing from your other accounts too
2: right like yeah. Right. So, well yeah so if, if you're I've buying that so if you're buying generic stuff you can use you can use from the, the smartphone the apps game specific coins but not the other way around right well, or or
0: you can use the you can use the generic ones on items for specific games if you buy them from the website and not from inside the app, which is super confusing. So like I've been I, I've spent all of my Fire Emblem points already on like stamina and and stuff like that, mostly in like crystals for leveling up characters, but um, but now so now basically when I want to get like a stamina. Potion because I have tried more than twice to beat level six five uh, in lunatic mode, right? And I'm like, I I think I've got it this time. I'm gonna go and buy a you know a stamina potion to recharge my stamina, but I have to go to the mobile website to do it because I can't do it in the app to do it. Like it's just it's dumb. It's a weird workaround and and I I'm not a fan. But uh and also Nintendo I you have my Facebook connected to my my nintendo account you have my twitter connected to my my nintendo account i never want to see another freaking friend code again in my life what are you doing i don't understand um anyway it makes no sense it makes
4: no sense (laughs) so dumb at least at least give me the option to be able to like if you want to use a friend code at least give me the option to be able to like hit the little share button next to it and have it text out to a friend yeah, you know you have to do it that way. That's how Mario Mario at, Run like,
0: did that, right? Like Mario Run, you could at least like you had some way of connecting to Facebook and Twitter. And same with Tomo. I don't understand why it's not that way here.
4: I don't understand why they're they're not all a unified list by this point.
0: I think you know, maybe that's come with the this. apps in. are com- Well, the thing is that that was that is still promised for for the switch i think right like we are going to have this online uh friend whatever thing for like for my nintendo like an online friend list that was that was announced before my nintendo ever was a thing uh or or when they first announced it and so they're that is still coming maybe when that happens uh then and the, friend, train. the friend train the friend train will arrive at my nintendo and uh and like maybe all of those games will then be updated as well and like it'll all be integrated um but i don't i don't know it's weird uh let's yeah. let's yeah. figure it out
2: nintendo. i I, you know, I haven't played this game at all you know you know how much i don't like that uh fire emblem um and i and as you said, if you didn't know the characters, you probably wouldn't care. And I know a few of them from like Smash, like there's Marth and a few others, and then from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, like Tharja Tiki and Kane. Mm-hmm. But other than you know, I, I saw that website where you know, where they had like the vote and pick who you want in. They had like 120 different choos- choices. I'm like, I know four of these people. No, um, it's yeah. above my head. Yeah
0: but uh I'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to it i you know it's uh, yeah, it's good i overall, I think it is i would say that I like this implementation better than Mario run. I think that if they would have had Mario run uh with a similar sort of free to play structure, I think it would have done better and i it would have it maybe would have even captured my interest for longer if they would have even had this same sort of stamina mechanic. Um, you know, trying to get the different coins or something like I, I can see that being
2: more interesting so to me. I don't know. One, one notification I d- did get from Mar- the Mario run app, even though I don't, I haven't touched that in a, in a month or so is you know, thing. If I downloaded and played the fire emblem game, I'd get like 20,000 coins in Mario run. I'm like, yeah, that's not incentive. Whoa, really? <laughs> no. That was the thing. That That's what I had a, uh, notification i think so and i we'll have so I'm many still in my that's
0: interesting i have so many toad rally tickets in mario in mario run that i can't actually get anymore it's just 99 so that's weird um I'll okay
2: roll... maybe it wasn't thousand. it was 2222
0: mm.
2: cool uh yeah so that's yeah, that, uh that came out monday morning
0: yeah so that's fire emblem heroes that's kind of what i've been playing too um as well i'm trying to think what else i've been playing with that that cool new uh capture card that we got for uh thanks to our awesome patrons uh we broke that patreon goal and so uh i have a capture card now i've I've done a couple of uh you know streaming things that's definitely going to be something keep an eye on twitter uh to be doing more of those we hope to be posting some more stuff on youtube as well as uh, basically what I'm, I've am i been doing is trying to figure this thing out so that when the Switch launches, you guys, uh, you know, you listeners can really let us know what sort of stuff do you want to know about the Switch, what sort of stuff should we be showing off, um, whether that's just like boring menu stuff or uh, anything from that to Zelda to snipper clips, whatever, all that stuff. Uh, we're hoping to have uh, be on you know on launch day we're ready to go me and jesse are both going to be uh showing off all sorts of jazz so prepare yourselves for that but that's been really fun um i don't
2: know i won't won't be getting my unit until later in the day because it's coming from amazon but uh as soon as i do get it i plan on doing streaming and stuff
0: yeah it's it's pretty it's i don't know it'll be it'll be a lot of fun so
2: so one one, one thing i asked my wife last night is when i mentioned that uh, you have a you now have streaming capabilities as well is what happens if we both try to stream to the same channel at the same time? Uh, that'll be, she, she, she suggested that the world would implode. It's like we divided by zero or something.
0: Yeah. I think that's the only reasonable, <laughs> the only reasonable thing for it to happen. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm, i I'm surprised at how easy it is, like how well this thing works. It's very, uh it's a very awesome little uh device it's the elgato hd60 and the software with this thing uh man it's a beauty so uh there's a little inside baseball for you but yeah uh justin good sir. what have you been playing dude justin uh oh, there you are. other
3: than other than uh fire emblem nothing no no playing
0: no i am no I, play I, for it is justin. it
3: is the calm before the storm folks the switch is coming. And uh, so I am, I am resting up these fingers.
0: Mm. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds, uh, I've just sensual. been lazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right on. Uh, Marty, what about you, dude? I know you've got a couple of games. Uh, well, Marty's got a plethora. plethora. Yeah.
4: Well, I've been making up for Justin. I've been playing a little bit of everything. We, uh, have been playing some uh, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World at our house, uh, my son and I, and you'll be able to hear uh, actually our uh, latest episode of the kids uh, review uh, later on this week as uh, he's going to review Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, which, man, guys, you know, I was kind of on the fence and with Switch coming up, I was thinking maybe I was going to cancel my pre-order uh, uh for this, but I am so glad that I did not do that. Uh I had a pre-order on Amazon for the for the actual amiibo bundle of it. Number one, the Poochie amiibo is just ridiculously adorable. Right. I would say even more so than the Yoshi ones. Uh it's and it's of course it's very well made and <coughs> it immediately has gone on adventures all over our house because the kids love it and they have all the yarn Yoshis too, so they've been playing with those. But the game is – if you've played the Wii U version, you know it's a great game. It's it's solid. It's well-made. It's it's one of the best platformers, to be honest, I've ever played. The attention to detail uh, in it is incredible. And you would think it would, would lose so much coming to the 3DS, but it doesn't. It does it so well. And the addition of the Poochie Pups is done – uh in such a way that it makes you want to play mellow mode. I I played through uh the Wii U version on classic and never touch mellow mode. I'm playing through this completely on mellow mode just for the Poochie pups and because I don't want to throw my 3DS across the room. Because it's it's like any classic Nintendo platformer. They get you about four levels, you know, four worlds in and then they really put the screws to you difficulty wise. Uh, and you know completionism wise like finding everything so I've really really enjoyed it and I would go as far as saying that between the Pucci amiibo and the levels and the and the game and the added content like being able to design your own Yoshi skin uh oh, by drawing so cool, on the three DS screen.
0: That's awesome.
4: I, I, I would I would go s I would go as far as to say this is the definitive version of this game.
0: Wow. That's awesome. I, I, was,
4: I was talking to somebody the other day about how much I wish that the Wii U version had had the ability to design skins. I, I, I think that was ingenious. Yeah. So I, I've been playing through my game as Yoshimus Prime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how good is, like, how detailed is it? Like, is it, like, is it, uh, like, a little, like, okay, similar so to, like, Animal Crossing sort of thing, or... Like as far as like the you, patterns, you know. Oh, you talking about the actual
4: drawing part? Yeah. So you can do it in two modes, which I think is actually kind of ingenious too, because it it lets kids be able to create, as well as those who people who want to put in a little bit more time, adults or or others or even kids. Uh, there's an easy mode and there's like a professional mode, and the professional mode allows you to pick a certain area of Yoshi's body and be able to modify that. So like the head, you can modify the spikes down his back and his head, you can do like the actual head, you know, sides and, and the top of the eyeballs. And then you can do the nose.
0: Does it support QR codes?
4: It does not.
0: Oh, that's missed opportunity. So it's
4: all street pass stuff, but it's easy enough that if there's a pattern, like if there's, and I'm probably, I'm pretty sure these are already out there somewhere. Like if people put up patterns of how to do this, you can do it in like less than five minutes.
0: Cool. That's
4: cool. Because I mean, and each body part breaks down from there. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you go to the torso, it's the arms and you can do each arm individually, or you can do them all at once. And then the legs and the torso. Mm -hmm. so i mean it depends on how fiddly you want to get with it um but i i think i took your question i mean a different way and and i and i do want to take it this way too the detail in the game you know yoshi's uh on on the willy world on on the wii u looked amazing and you you know you saw the details of the cloth and the, the different fabrics and things like that that does get a little lost on the 3ds of course it does you yeah. Know. The, uh, the only other difference that I've noticed is, it, it, too, from the Wii U version is that the screen on the Wii U version was a little more zoomed out and, and provided a larger view of the level.
0: Yeah.
4: You know, on, on on the 3DS version, it's pulled in, and I would assume that's so it doesn't have to, you know, spend as much horsepower on all the surroundings all the time. Yeah. But to be honest with you, that's not affected the the way it plays at all. And it's really great to have it as, as a travel companion, you know, and be able to carry it around. That's what I've been doing the last few days. I'm not even all the way through it yet. I'm probably about halfway because I do like to take my time going through the levels and get everything like on the first time if I can, but I'm having to go back a few times. So looking forward to finishing it really soon and also scanning in every single one of the amiibo that I already own. So I can get all the Yoshi costumes.
0: That's awesome.
4: I was sitting in the floor the other day. I was scanning them in and it took me, it was taking me like 30 minutes to scan them in. And I, and so I looked at my wife and I was like surrounded by Amiibo. And I was like, so I, uh, yeah, I might have a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just imagine you like sitting like, like cross-legged, <clears throat> like campfire style surrounded I by Amiibo. <laughs>
2: that's, that's, that's becoming a slogan of this show. Oh, so many, people, so many people have said that I have a problem. Well, I think, I, I think I have yes. a problem. Yes. Amiibo or something, not necessarily about Amiibo, although that is a common one, but there are other, Have there have been other instances of it. I as
4: promise. Well. I promise. I'm stopping with the smash line. Yeah. Right. When, when I get those final three, I'm done.
0: Yeah. You know what? And then super Mario odyssey, the super Mario odyssey line is going to come out.
4: So just shut up, Zach. Just please. <laughs> and the Breath of the Wild line is coming I, in like I know less you're than right. Yeah, if they give me tuxedo Bowser as an amiibo, <laughs> I'm done. Oh, that's I, I, oh, I'd buy that.
0: Sold. Absolutely, I would do that. Uh, right on. Uh, so I've been playing that,
4: and uh, I've also been playing uh, Life Speed, which is a uh, indie release for the 3ds from Wii Man studios and uh it's actually pretty neat. I haven't got to spend a whole lot of time on it. Again, I've been splitting my time between this and Fire Emblem and Poochie and um dra- Double Dragon for Retro Rewind, but it's um uh, I think F Zero, but add in combat. Hmm. So there's an element to the to the race where you're where you're getting items and you're using those to knock people out of the place in front of you so you can get into first. And uh there's some story here, you know, about a united government that forces people to race. It's I like I was I was like I was watching it as it first came on and I was like, this is for real. It's like the hunger games of racing. It's like if you if you don't win, your entire country, your entire people is wiped off the, the map. Like it's genocide. Hmm. And so your quest is to become like uh, what's called the Archon, which is like the, the highest level racer so you can be safe. Um, and it's actually pretty good. There, It took a little bit to get used to uh, because the, the forward momentum is automatic. There is no uh, button for, um, for, you know, gas, I so guess. Acceleration. Acceleration. There is a, I think there is, a, there's a break and there's the shoulder buttons cause you to roll and go back and forth, and uh, the, you know, you've got inverted controls in the beginning. I had to change those, but it is very fast paced and I, I do like it. It's very pretty. The soundtrack is 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 nice, and so I'm um, I'm looking forward to continuing to play it. I, I think it, you know, it's six, I think six bucks on the eShop and so you know if you if you don't have a wii u especially and you're jonesing for some f-zero style racing this is this is for you
0: Mm-hmm. right on man that's I, it, i'm definitely interested in it like i was looking at it and um shoot what's the game that's uh oh i just lost it on the wii u fast racing yeah fast racing uh or uh red out there's there's one coming
4: out for the switch too called red out that's uh yeah. um,
0: well, and there's also Very the the Fast effect. Racing Fast Racing uh for the Switch too, fast right? Fast so, RMX. Yeah. Yeah. So uh that's I'm excited. I'm looking forward to uh I don't know, I'll probably again, it, there are so many interesting indie games that are also going to be coming out on the Switch uh that are like Nintendo type indie games if that makes sense. And uh I I'm looking forward to some of those like Fast Race I never picked up the Fast Racing on the on the Wii U, so uh maybe i will pick that up on the switch
4: and it's this this life beautiful looks too. and it's really fun but it's also incredibly difficult
0: yeah no that and that that seems consistent with uh with other uh with other like wipe out games like just in that sort of that genre i guess you know not necessarily fire or f-zero like f-zero is very uh I, even that was fairly difficult but wipe out i remember Wipeout wipe 64 man who that was that was a hard game that was rough so uh very cool uh all right uh jesse let's wrap up what we've been playing with what you've got sir
2: yeah i, fi- I finished up the uh, dragon quest 8 journey of the cursed king yeah, I, I I beat the main story. Then there's a, some post game content that I started, which you know, the after you beat the first main boss of that, then you you learn more about the the main character's history because he's kind of just been this silent pr- protagonist with no background mm-hmm. up until after the game. And I I don't remember if I played the post game content on the PS2. But uh, it, it was it was it was new to it seemed new to me when I played it and I'm like that is kind of cool how, that little uh, twist in the game so I won't spoil I won't spoil what what his background is but it's just it's it's worth finishing the game and playing it and then you which leads you to find out why he survived the initial curse mm. that was that was like the big one of the big game mysteries that. Didn't get resolved with the final with the the as of the current as, as of the staff role. You know, so that I I remember when I played it on the P 2 I thought I had characters like in the 80s, and I had 100 hours in before I beat it. And here I finished it in like 65 hours, and my characters were barely level 40. So I don't know if I just sucked 10 years ago, or. I've just, or, you know, I've or, or what happened, but uh, I, I enjoyed it, you know, I just like, you know, similar to Dragon Quest 7 and, you know, most Dragon Quests are essentially the same with the different, same play style with a different story and this was, I like those stories. They're just weird. Very cool. Do you think this one was easier or harder than 7? I think it was easier than 7. Because it uh, it pretty much kept you through a linear progression, where seven did you did have to go do some back and forth. You had to do a little bit of back and forth with with eight too, but nowhere near as much. Again, when I, when I beat in seven, when I thought I beat the final boss that was seventy five hours, and I didn't actually beat the boss to get staff roll until like ninety five. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so yeah, so eight is definitely the the shorter of the two.
0: Mhm.
2: And I, I think what helped with eight is, as I said before, you know, you can set the main character to fight wisely. So most of, like I for all the trash I just said, fight everyone, fight <sighs> wisely. I don't care what happens, and I only uh, dictated. you know follow orders or you know you do you focus on healing and stuff like that only on the boss fights so you know that's that sped things up where normally on dragon quest you can tell your party to fight wisely but you still have to tell the game what you want the main character to do and then there's also a a speed up mode where you can the, the battle animations goes twice as fast uh, that that was new to the 3ds version that wasn't on the ps2 version and you know there's once you once i found that and turned it on there was no reason to shut it off mm. It just why uh, why it wasn't default i don't know so mm. that, that, that those two things i think helped in speeding up the game
0: cool right on man that's awesome i uh if i had time i would probably play one of these games but Ain't nobody got time for that right now although uh but that's awesome that that so so would you say like if if somebody's looking at this and thinking man there's dragon quest 7 dragon quest eight both of them come out within the past year which one should i get
2: i'd say if you have a new 3ds go with eight okay because I, uh, I i remember hearing initial reviews when eight launched in japan that things were laggy or some. things were slowed down and i didn't see any of that playing on the new 3ds so i imagine that those reviews came on playing on an old or non-new 3ds right i don't like to use the term old 3ds but you know what i mean yep uh but otherwise i'd say you know if you if you're willing to deal with possible slowdown and you have a non-new 3ds go with you know go ahead and try eight anyway otherwise seven will be better suited for that hardware because it is the older game you know it's almost four years old in japan Mm -hmm. so that was more designed for that the older hardware
0: so it sounds like it's actually yeah okay cool uh right on uh by the way jesse i forgot to mention this in what i've been playing but today i I've been working on my, like, project or whatever, and I didn't have to go to the school. It's kind of a commute to get to the school. Uh, but there's a public library that was nearby. So I was like, oh, I'll just go and work on my project at the library and whatever. Um, and I was perusing their video game section, and they had Tokyo Mirage sessions there. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, sweet, I'm totally grabbing this. So I I sat down and played, like, the first half hour of the game uh so far and, and like right up until the point where um i think i it i'm probably about to come up against a a boss as a you know like at the beginning of the game you you get your carnage mode or whatever and then i'm trying to leave the the sort yeah. of like shadow world area or whatever and i'm about to go into so, a big so red you, building so you're still
2: something. in the first idola
0: uh they haven't even called it yet that yet but yeah okay yeah so they, yeah they're i'm like level three it says i should be level four before i enter so i'm probably gonna go grind against some of those bad guys and uh i really i forgot that this game was all japanese audio uh, i forgot that it was all I, all subtitles you know and and
2: i i think that might be a reason why it didn't sell so well. Most people want, didn't like that. But again, for me, it enhanced that experience because it is, the game is so Japanese. It made more sense to me that it beats English subbed.
0: Yeah. Well, and I didn't realize either. Like, I didn't realize how ambitious the voice work is in that game where anytime you talk to anybody, there's voiceover. And I was like, what? Like that? This is interesting. Like, This is a... Uh, that that
2: is a so I can see why it, they that, didn't that does level off a little bit, but you know then that first hour yeah, everything's voiced
0: yeah, everything is voiced right and so and even like there there's some sort of I don't know if it's just chatter with the with the people with like with the characters in battle that they don't give you uh, subtitles for right it's just like random chatter that's going on oh no, and, like,
2: and apparently that's some of that information, would make sense and help you make decisions oh really uh, like uh if what 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 Serin uh, uh when i when she talked about the game mm-hmm. on on rfn uh that you know they actually say things like uh you know do, do this and we'll you know you know do this up of attack and we'll do what they
0: like the session what or whatever yeah like the combo so the system yeah okay. the,
2: yeah the combo so, and you know, I'm, I'm able to pick up a few, you know, a few of the things. And spe- I, I think I've said this before. Uh, one, one of them was uh, they, they, they said yokai, and I'm like, oh, okay, I know that word from yokai watch. That's a ghost <laughs> or something, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so I'm excited to kind of. I don't know how much I'll play of it. I was excited to see it because I was like, I am. I've been curious about this game for a long time if it sucks me in then maybe i can find it on sale somewhere um because i don't think I, I think i've got like 3 weeks to which i don't i can't foresee myself playing through it in 3 weeks at all like especially considering everything else i got to do and switch is coming out but i thought it was uh like i'll get enough of a taste of it to know if i want to go back for more later and so that's pretty cool i'm excited about that uh all right uh, anything else as we before we head into some listener mail okay listener mail it is oh hang on i gotta turn the wait uh try that again all right uh and of course listener mail is brought to you uh by patreon.com slash nintendo (laughs) dads and uh of course our awesome uh producer sheldon here is one of our patreon supporters so if you guys want to go and support us you guys absolutely head over there even a dollar a month we've got a lot of new listeners recently uh so welcome new listeners and if you guys want to support us uh even again even a dollar a month is totally welcome and we appreciate it and uh, it goes towards creating awesome new stuff we're in the middle of Figuring out additional stretch—do you call them stretch goals or like milestones or whatever Patreon calls them—additional cool stuff that we're gonna do uh, for new goals. Uh, so go over there and check that out. If you are five dollars a month or more a month, you get into the line chat. Which if it gets any bigger than this, we we might have to start figuring out a different solution because there's so many people in there. But uh, it's pretty awesome and we're excited for it. So thank you guys, uh, Justin. We've got email. Singular. Singular email. (laughs) Uh, Let me pull it up here. Do you want to read it, Justin? Would you mind?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Our email comes in from Alejandro. It says, hey, Nintendo. And uh, sorry. So Nintendo and like uh, other developers like to recycle game engines like they have in the past with various Zelda games and, and many other games. My question is, since Breath of the Wild will likely be the only 3D Zelda game in the next 10 years, and therefore they probably won't, won't use the Breath of the Wild engine for another Zelda game, what first-party titles would you like to see utilize this engine? Obviously the code would have to be modified depending on the game, but I still think it's a, it's an interesting question. My first thought is Metroid, where we can see Samus explore a planet or planets similar to that of Mass Effect One did. My, a true 3D Kirby game, a 3D remake of Metro, or sorry, of Earthbound or Mother Three, or another Pikmin game. Have a great show, Pokemon Alejandro. Game. Pokemon
2: game, thank you. <laughs> right well, on. My, my initial thought on this is. I, I bet this engine is already loosely based off of Xenoblade Chronicles X.
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking that too like
2: uh and it wouldn't surprise me if Xenoblade 2 also used part of a similar engine.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that's what I was that was my first go to was Xenoblade 2. I wouldn't be surprised if that's using at least some of it maybe. I don't know, at least some of the well, some of the work
3: but. Well, didn't Monolith didn't Monolith help design or support them in their open world or, uh, open world strategy for Breath of the Wild? So I mean, probably that,
2: that's what I thought. That's what I heard. That
0: could that have point. been the, that. could have been more um, because of the their experience with designing the world in um, in Xenoblade X, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X. I think that because they were experienced with that, they were a good team to bring on board to create like even just some of the topography and stuff like that for breath of the wild to actually create, like literally create the world. Um, whether that's like building the maps or the, you know, the, the 3d models or whatever, the actual, the actual world itself. I don't know how much that has to do with an engine. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think the, the physics in this are interesting. Um, I don't know there's a there's a lot i think that could go with it um but yeah i don't know what do you think sheldon like can you would you be interested in seeing this what can you think of as far as like an end where else we could use this engine uh this Um, i think an
1: open world metroid game would be a really neat idea um definitely be something extremely different from the series it follow you know suit with zelda um and i don't know it just it's it's a weird open world game it's really hard to connect an open world game to nintendo's ip Mm -hmm. Uh, if you go back you know metroid and zelda were the two most open that i can think of you know if you go back through the years um and from there on it's been real straightforward where they make you feel like it's an open world but it's really not so I think Metroid probably be one of my most wanted to see as an open world experience. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. it's kind of like the original, actually most Pokemon games, you know, make, you know, it looks like it's a big open world, but it's, you know, very linear. They block you off with trees that you have to cut and things like that. So it really like everything in order really funnels you through the experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think too. Yeah, like it would be super interesting to, you know, imagine if, um, maybe not to the same scale to the point where it's impossible to fulfill promises like No Man's Sky, but imagine the the initial promise of No Man's Sky of exploring multiple different planets, not endless planets, but you know, multiple planets, uh, and being able to, you know, sort of ex explore a planet you know at any in any given thing that would be really interesting um very ambitious and i don't know if if metroid is the is the uh the the franchise that nintendo would want to go all in on like that but that would be amazing if they did that'd be really really cool i'd be very interested in that so uh anything else justin what about you man what are you thinking
3: yeah. I, I, the first one that comes to mind is, is a Metroid. Uh, I think that would be pretty fantastic. But I also kind of love that idea of like, of like Pikmin actually. I really love that idea
0: Oh
4: yeah. because
3: I could, I could, I could almost see that like, uh, an opening shot of, of, of like a backyard or something, right. In a pick in an Olimar and the Pikmin standing on like, I don't know, uh, uh, a flower garden or painted above this kind of like backyard are
0: you thinking like a, hat, just... like a honey i shrunk the kids sort of moment almost <laughs> yeah yeah kind
3: of visually seeing that in my mind right but like and just as open there's like anywhere to explore there's the over there on the left hand side it's the dog's uh the dog's house and over there we can see it's the you know the old compost and over there it's the the flower bin and there's the you know, death mountain is the lawnmower that's still kind of actively sitting there vibrating and shaking. Right.
0: Oh, dude. Um, I want this game then, right now.
3: <laughs> and then to all of a sudden have it be seasonally based, right. Where maybe, maybe snow shows up or, or, you know, I, I think that would be very interesting. Like it's it very, it's very, uh, uh, pushed in obviously. Right. Cause we're literally talking about like a backyard, because, yeah, but you could feel like that expansiveness of a backyard. um, mm-hmm not as big as an open world like an actual world like zelda but you could have that scale and that scope which i think would be really interesting um
0: you will i mean I because think... that game already has like basically it's just a bunch of little areas that are all kind of independent of each other but you know you've got all of these different areas you can go to if you literally just stitched all of those together into a much bigger world you know maybe it's like a like a one block radius or or something like that and you know you just explore through that entire neighborhood that'd be dude, I want this game right now. That would be amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah. Like, I mean, I'm like I'm a, 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 I, I, I totally a... kind of think of that way as you're looking at, like, I live on a block and my yard is not great. My neighbor's yard is super great. Where like, I let my grass grow really tall and it's kind of like, <laughs> there's garbage sometimes. Like there's, you know, a block, you know, some cardboard flew into my front yard. Whereas my other neighbors, like super pristine. Like it looks like a golf pitch kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but like it's changing from different worlds, so I think that'd be interesting. Um, I think it was, we were talking with Roger yes last week about Zelda and its open worldness and and how this might impact some of the other games that Nintendo is designing. And I think this is kind of the question he's asking. But like when you go to become an open world game, at what point do you begin to start to maybe lose some of the quintessential things that make the game what you want it to be, right? Like Breath of the Wild looks very different than every other Zelda game, which I think is fantastic. It's refreshing. But what makes what makes the Zelda game the Zelda game that we enjoy, and then do we lose those those elements of it um, as the as the game changes? So um, I, don't, I don't know. It's it's kind of an interesting thing. But like I don't know if I really want Metroid to be an open world. Like I love that idea, but like I kind of I kind of, I don't know
2: I don't know. Pikmin.
0: Pikmin's my answer. I I think that Pikmin idea is the best idea I've heard in a long time for that. That would be so good. <laughs>
2: So as we were talking, as you were discussing that, I don't know why it popped in my head, but the ultimate crossover game is Pikmin Cross Chibi Robo.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, (laughs) that that would be really interesting, right?
2: I don't. I completely independent of open world or not. I don't know. That just popped into my head, and I thought I'd share that. Making Chibi
3: Robo relevant, finally. Yeah, or or how about like an open world animal crossing zombie apocalypse.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where all
3: like I mean- Mr. Rossetti has to get back to the village and the village is like the only safe spot and it's just zombie villagers or mm-hmm. amiibo or or village people, amoe- animal animal crossing people all in zombie form like Mr. Catchup.
4: Guys, the the obvious answer that you're all overlooking here is that this engine is perfect. For an open-world Nintendogs.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Brilliant.
4: Find that. and rescue all the cute dogs in like the world. That. All I know
0: is this. Turn them to their villages. Justin, I just want the, the Pikmin game to have this music. Do you reckon? That's the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. That's all it is. Nice. That's gotta. <laughs> for some reason, that music will always... It's just very memorable to me in the... Maybe you know, and I'm I even thinking about it. Like maybe even
3: even even an open world uh, um, kid Icarus.
0: Oh, that with, would be interesting. With the with the with, but but like really open
3: it up in that he has the ability to fly. Yeah.
0: Even if it was right. like more of a limited flying, you know, like you could yeah. have it be a limited flying mechanic, but it would it be, be like interesting the enough stamina
3: of climbing the mountains, right?
0: Yeah yeah that'd be cool i'd like that that would be a and you could unlock it and um man i do i do really want a sequel to kid icarus uprising i think that on the switch they could do regular normal controls which i think is important um i didn't mind the controls on the 3ds game but some people did but uh but that would be that would be a cool sort of uh you know whether we use that or not. I, I think that would be that engine or not. I think that that would be a cool sequel to, to bring up. I think that, that what is so striking about this Zelda game uh, w- about breath of the wild is the scale that it's at. And I think that, uh, that the, you would, they would bring an A tier franchise if they were to use this you know again, to, to approach this scale again, which makes me think like maybe even, super Mario odyssey is using some of this engine too. And the graphic style is totally different, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're using some of the, some of that engine, uh, as well. I don't know. It's possible at Mm -hmm. least. So, uh, so thanks. Uh, thanks for your question. Who, who was this question from?
3: That was Alejandro.
0: Alejandro. Thank you, Alejandro for your question. Uh, he's reaching out to us on Twitter a lot and, uh, he's a, he's good people. So
3: I like it. I like it. Speaking of good people, good people here. Sheldon actually. Sheldon, do you got any questions for us? Anything you wanna as as an executive Patreon producer, sir, we are here for whatever questions you want to ask.
1: Um,
3: so did why you why we have party? The... I know, I don't have a good <laughs> answer to that.
1: Um the interview with Kimishima that I forgot who I think it was Time or Forbes or I can't remember where where it was, but he talked about the possibility of backwards compatibility and your old controllers working with the switch. What are your thoughts about that?
3: Uh, uh, so my immediate reaction to that is uh, I don't, I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, I think he said it. I think it's nice lip service, but I don't think he's going to do it. So more specifically, and, and what was kind of hinted as is, is hinted at the possibility of like, the Wii, the Wii, or, or or the Wii Motion Plus controller essentially being linked, right, or having that accessibility. I don't think they're going to do it because I think they want to make as clean of a break as they possibly can from the Wii branding in any context. And I think it just it begins to muddy that brand a bit. I think they love the Wii, but they don't love the Wii U, and you can't get to the Wii without going through the Wii U in that way. So I think it, I think it muddies their brand, so I don't think they're going to do it. Um, I know people would love to see them do it. I just don't think they're going to. They want to have a clean break as much as they can uh, from the Wii. But that's my my opinion and, and my thoughts, gentlemen.
0: I, I think so too. I think the um, When the Wii U was first revealed, I think it was the the E3 before it came out. They the Nintendo did a lot of talk about like, yeah, you could connect two game pads to one Wii U. That'd work. Sure, you could do that theoretically. Um and it was like, yeah, technically we could do it, but it never happened, right? It never panned out because in reality, when have you ever seen two game pads in the wild next to each other? Right? It's like it 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 just doesn't happen. So um I don't I think you're right. I think you the only situation I can think of is uh, if they want to bring Wii, Wii Virtual Console in, they may need to do that, um, or at least make it an option. Or again, they could, but at this point, uh, if it's not supported by any of the other games, uh, then I don't I don't know why it would be uh, why they would want to do it. I I, I think that it, they're better to just leave it alone. And let this be a new start and a, and a clean break. And if people want to play their Wii games and their Wii U games, then just don't get rid of them. Just keep them, and play them there. And uh, I, yeah. you know, the eShop is going to be on the Wii U for quite a while still. Uh, and like, I still play GameCube games on my on my Wii from time to time. So that's, I I, th- I think that I think you're right, Justin. I think it's lip service.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Do, what do you think, Sheldon? Agree, disagree, or are your fingers crossed and you're open, or what? What up? No, it struck me
1: odd because it seems like with the switch, they're cutting, you know, they're cutting off relationships with the uh, Wii U, like it's, you know, a, a terrible marriage. And it just struck me funny that he brought that up, or when he was asked about it, that he even commented on it. And after they're doing such a good job of marketing the Switch, and doing what everybody wanted they wanted to get rid of that Wii brand they you know everybody complained how the Wii brand drug them down well they did that so why dig it back up or even bring it back to the
3: surface i I think it's i think it's probably a little bit of um hedging some bets right so if for some odd reason the switch is not doing as well as they want uh, it's not selling as much as they want how can we kind of make some level of uh it becoming more accessible. So to be able to say to someone, you don't need to go and buy a hundred dollars worth of Joy-Cons, right? By the way, your old Wiimote Wiimotes work. We'll just put in a patch. There you go. I think it's probably kind of um jargon or company jargon and speak from a PR perspective, just to cover their basis, just in case something goes, right? But I I I think it's that's probably why he slipped it in there. I don't think it was like a, you know, I think, I think it's, it's more like a if if need be we could do it, but I have no desire to do it. Right? I think kind it's
0: very similar to very similar to the comments of like yeah we're we're always considering maybe a 3ds successor where you know like it's like yeah we're keeping our options open is what it sounds yeah,
3: like yeah. right like it's like, the same thing with their sta- their statement on VR right yeah sure yeah. we're we'll, we're we're discussing the <coughs> thing about VR but it doesn't mean they're going to actually come to fruition it just means that they. they they're not. They're not close. To the idea. They're not open. To the idea. It's just. It's. It's. It's there. So, um, yeah. I, I think that's. I think they're really gonna. I think they're really trying to cut. Right. It feels like a really bad breakup. Right. Like. Yeah. Like the Wii and the Switch, or the Wii U and the Switch are broken up. They're not asking for their Bon Jovi tape back from the breakup. It's just like no, nope, no, we're done here. You keep it. I don't want my sweater back. And I'm probably gonna put the dog down. Mm. Right. Like I just feel like it's that kind wow. of relationship
2: that escalated <laughs> quickly
0: just well, leave poor fido out of it man come on <laughs> yeah.
3: bon jovi tape sweaters and pa- and dogs that pass away that's how you can wrap up a good breakup
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever the cost
3: uh anim- and nintendo Dads does not uh condone uh hurting yeah. animals or yeah.
0: <laughs> no animals were harmed in this episode no of- animals were harmed
3: <laughs> no animals no bon jovi tapes were broken
0: yeah right on well hey thanks man it's been awesome having you on the show uh anybody else have anything to add to that before we before we wrap up this episode?
3: No, just you know again, yeah Sheldon, thanks so much for for being a producer uh for patreon. You help this show every single uh month continue to make content that hopefully you enjoy and others enjoy uh and it's just great having you on here and we you know um yeah glad that you find value in the community and then as a father and as a parent uh uh you you get something out of it as well
1: yeah, thank you for having me. In. Thank you for everything you guys do. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, no worries. Excellent.
0: Right on. Well, thanks man. Uh Justin, as we wrap up the show here, what do we got uh what do we got to remind people of?
3: Uh, a couple of reminders of what we need to be doing, guys. If you are going to be playing a game this month in February, you need to be playing some double dragon. Double dragon for the retro rewind. Sheldon, have you started that one yet?
1: Actually, I've got it right. <laughs>
3: Here. Look at that. Oh, look. At the, oh, he's got the old. Oh, there he is. Okay. He's got the NES uh, classic. There we go. Perfect. So he's busting out some double dragon folks. Make sure you are playing that game. Also on our docket coming up February 22nd, Chris Hoffman will be joining us as our special guest. In- studio as well to talk about his experience uh with his podcast and also um everything going on in the world of nintendo and what it was like to work and write for uh nintendo power back in the day uh so those are big things and of course we got more switch coverage coming up Uh, and check out our youtube channel zach is putting up videos he's not great at commentary but he's okay uh but you really should check out his better at it than
0: i am Sorry about that. I said my daughter's better at it than I am, apparently. Today yeah. I was streaming. Yeah, you want to listen to like some
3: uh you know, kid trying to get dad's attention in the background while playing video games at the same time. Let me tell you, it was a great video this morning. I loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, three minutes into this. All right, we're we're rolling with it. It was fun, actually. She's hilarious. So it was. Uh, yeah, it, was it
3: was actually probably the best on screen commentary I've heard playing <laughs> video games before. It was pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah. so those
3: those are the big things that I would direct people to do.
0: Right on. Uh, very cool. Well, uh, as we—that's uh, the show, everybody. Uh, that is the show, and so thanks once again, everybody, for being on the show. Thank you, Sheldon, uh, and thanks to all the the Patreon producers, everybody. Of course, huge thanks to Sheldon and Dave and Tim uh, for being uh, for being our producers. Uh, awesome. Uh, As well, if you guys want to follow us on all the social medias, you can do so on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Nintendodads. If you want to email us, uh, you can do that at Nintendodads at gmail.com. We welcome all questions and emails and such. Uh, We love it, so do that. Uh, If you want to watch me uh, or Jesse play some video games, you can do that on Twitch or YouTube. Just look for Nintendodads. We're there. You can find us. Uh, If you want to call in and leave us a voicemail, 929 25 Dads. that's 929 256 three two three seven big thanks to oc remix for our music throughout the show uh and if you want to get some nintendo dads merch go to tiny.cc slash nintendo dads store uh and of course huge thanks to oc remix did i say that probably uh, already did uh thanks to carter johnson and adam leonard from mega dads uh for our amazing artwork and if you want to change the world everybody go over to itunes leave us a five-star review written reviews are even better uh, if you want to say mean things about people go somewhere else uh, you know who you are <laughs> uh, finally if you want to if you want to uh, subscribe you can do so on itunes stitcher google play and of course vgtribune.com for me for justin for Jessin, jesse for marty and for sheldon we will see you next week Bye bye
3: Sending into Nintendo ads.
0: You know who you are. <laughs> so angry about that. <laughs> so angry. Alright.